It's time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Wildcat Formation Season 2, Episode 2. Happy Friday. Great weekend of sports. Great college football games. Great NFL games. Hope everyone's having a great day. Starting to get a little bit colder on campus. I can finally dress. I can finally bust out the layers. Have a nice hooded leather jacket moment. Always a classic. Bust out some boots. Throw on some socks. This is real football weather. Great to have you all in this week. I have a fish. I I, I would like to real quick personal announcement. Um, I've just accepted an internship with uh, Philly Sports Nation as part of Metro Philadelphia newspapers to cover the Philadelphia 76ers. Because uh, I, I got to get in a little bit more than just NFL for you guys. Um, but I'm very excited for the opportunity. And I'm going to keep you guys all in the loop as we go along this crazy adventure together. But let's get to football. So, last night, Thursday night football, Steelers and Browns in what's probably the most mediocre and average and painfully just uninteresting quarterback duel we've had in a primetime game probably for some time not quite the defensive showdown you know mastermind thing that we all kind of thought this was going to be you know where everyone hammers the under and and everyone kind of just prepares for a, a Patriots Rams Super Bowl too even though in terms of talent this is far the furthest thing from it I could probably find outside of college football but it was relatively entertaining you know the, the Browns are the Browns um, I'm not going to really go you know super into it I, I think they'll they'll probably and they'll, they'll have a losing record likely by the time Deshaun um, pulls in, in 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 November. I think that you know Jacoby Brissett is doing exactly what you they want him to do: just be be serviceable, get the ball out of his hands, and hand it off to Nick Chubb, and 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 that whole thing. And that that was the formula that they they, they kind of were going to have. Maybe they don't have quite a, the much the big play element as they initially thought. You know, this they're kind of limiting their playbook by by him being the quarterback at the moment, but. You know, they, they, they get the wins the way that they do. Joe Woods has done an excellent job with the defense, and I think that they're going to be fine. I don't have them as a playoff team, but I think they'll, they're they not going to be as disastrous as we all thought they would. Um, I, can, I, I, I envision very much a kind of like an 8 um and an eight and nine, seven and ten kind of season for them. But we'll see. We'll we'll monitor that division, see how it goes. But I want to talk about the Steelers with you guys. So I've always held the belief, and and people that know me well in within sports know this about me, which is that you know I ten you know we get ten twelve quarterbacks drafted every year. Not every, not any of them, not all of them are going to play this year. Very few of them are going to play this year usually, and and the year that they're drafted, and, and half the time, most of them may never see the field unless there's like two gruesome injuries back to back, and and you, you gotta you gotta call out you know Bailey Zap to 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 fill in for Mac Jones for a couple games or something like that. God forbid. But I've I've always held the belief, the strong belief, if you're going to invest first round draft capital into a quarterback, you should do it with the intention of playing them right away off the jump right there. They should just go out there. 
and 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 get it in. Um, and I, I I think that a lot of teams recognize that. You know, Carson Palmer when he was the 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 quarterback for the for the for the Cardinals, and they 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 draft Josh Rosen in the first round. You know, they they didn't they didn't you know they didn't mess around. They wanted you know Carson Palmer. You know, he he was what he was, and and, and he could. You know, win you some games, but you know it wasn't like a, they were never they weren't in a position to win the Super Bowl or, or really compete. So you know they didn't mess around with you know half the snaps go to him and half the snaps go to Rosen or, or whatever. They they brought in Rosen, they put him in, they gave they gave him everything, and, and that's what it was. And 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 through that they were they realized okay maybe this guy's not really the guy. Let's go get Kyler Murray, and they would not have. They would not if if they hadn't given Rosen all the snaps. They probably would have given him another year of his his kind of due full year, and then they never would have been able to get their get their hands on Kyle. And now they wouldn't have been able to turn into the playoff caliber team that they are today. Um, so so you got to play them right away. You know you you, you want to learn as soon as possible about these guys when when you as quickly as you can because if you if you nail it you know if you nail it, it that's good because you got because you got your guy for the next 10 years so you want to kind of you know just cycle through until you hit the hit the bullseye as, as kind of as quickly as it can so you can get sent and focus on other parts of the team um which you know they I thought that the Cardinals did well they did they did it well twice they really recognized that and they they're now they're in the spot they are because of it you know they it's, it was the same thing with Burr and uh, Andy Dalton, you know, they, 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 I mean, they, Dalton wasn't even, even part of the team. They, they said, Hey, like, we're not going to give you anything. Like, this is Joe Seen. Like, this is the direction we're moving in, you know, rightfully so. Um, Trevor Lawrence and Gardner Minshew, like, we're not going to, you know, like, these guys are too good. So I, I think that, that that's the kind of the, the way to approach it. You know, you just, all the mistakes, all the rustiness, the rawness, you get it out of the way kind of as quickly as you can, sort of, you know, move through it, polish everything up. Year one, have it be kind of their development year, really get to where they're at. And, you know, if you win a bunch of games in, in a full year, like with Burrow, that's great. If, you, if you're like Herbert and, you know, there's still some stuff you just got to, you know, the, the whole team isn't quite there, that's also fine. But you know you got your guy and you use that information and you move on and you use that, you know, that reality to the best, you know, case that you can where you can, you know, you know who you have as quickly as possible and you can build the correct team around them as quickly as possible. Um, and that's kind of the unfortunate thing. You know, I mean, look at Trey Lance and Justin Fields. They, they, they've they been splitting snaps. I mean, you know, Trey, if you're Trey, you're kind of just getting snaps, real snaps kind of now. Um and, and, and we're kind of seeing it now. So, like, look, I mean, with Justin Fields, I mean, you know, the, the half him, half Andy Dalton, and, and now he's kind of still learning on the fly with the bad O-line versus, you know, if he was able to kind of adjust to that kind of lower-tier O-line, now he would be able to enter in this year with kind of that more kind of concrete level of experience working with that group. But he only really had got 10 games under his belt, you know, 12, something something along that line instead. So, you know, now he's kind of has to learn parts of it on the fly. And, I mean, with Trey, you, you know, all those injury bugs, you know, build his kind of rawness and refinement so that that way a lot of this, like, you know, parts of his game that make him more injury prone, which is like what we what we saw happen this past week where he was announced, you know, this guy's done for the year. You get those out of the way and, you know, you, you keep Jimmy as kind of a back lodge, you know, and, until he, he's he's traded and obviously you make his money go down. So that's more reasonable in terms of how you build the team around Trey to fill into, you know, his strengths and what have you but until then you know 
you, but and, but now you know it's showing it's showing that these guys put snaps. So I want to talk about the Steelers because right now the whole world and its couple friends want Kenny Pickett out there as a starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, look, you you drafted this guy right. You, you got your replacement, so. You're gonna put him in. Like you're not. You didn't. You didn't spend the twentieth overall pick this guy to have him sit for a while. He's not a project guy. He's he's a real. He's for real. Like he he performed well. You know, lots of reps in college. Lots of time. You know, good preseason material. Good preseason film. So like at this at this point, if you know he's gonna play anyway, you know, stop stop. You know, like if I'm Mike Tomlin, I'd say like, look, stop stop lying to yourself. Right, you're he's gonna play eventually, so just play him now to get him the reps that he can, get him the reps that he deserves, and and let let him make let him polish up, you know, everything that he needs to work on now, so that that way when you enter next year, he's a more refined product, and you can go from there and invest in the O line, which is still rebuilding for the past what it feels like five six years something like that. And you and you just go for it. I mean, I I think right now what's happening is that Tomlin knows, and it, it, it's the Steelers, right? Like it's a historic franchise that doesn't lose ever. Um, I think right now what Tomlin knows is that once he goes to Kenny, he can't go back because otherwise he looks on he looks disorganized. And, and or dishonest or or indecisive or what have you, um, and he knows he can't go back. So I think right now he's really waiting for uh, a Mitchell Trubisky like loss because right now they're losing because he's very limited and and, and you know I, I mean the and the and the the ball kind of just dies in the air whenever he throws. And I think everyone can see that. Everyone, everyone like coaching cat staff can kind of see that, and they feel limited by that. And you know, with this receiving core, with with Johnson and Claypool, and now Pickens, it, it looks like he's really finding himself. You, you can't you can't waste that, especially now when you don't have to pay all these guys really that much. Like I mean, Claypool's essentially free. Pickens is essentially free. Pat Firemuth and Najee Harris is essentially free. And you're not going to do anything with that group if Trubisky is your quarterback. So you want to capitalize with these guys while you can, you know, by by putting Pickens in there and and just really just getting him going with those guys. So, you know, he's going to play eventually. Stop lying to yourself. Just just put him out there now, and 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 stop procrastinating. Stop delaying it. Right? Because you gotta it, eventually. You, you gotta prioritize the division here, right? I mean, the the Bengals. Look, they're going to be fine. It's it's a Super Bowl hangover, but it's it's gonna you know they're gonna they're gonna they're not gonna get four picks every game because I've I, I've and I've said this to people this year the Steelers I to me they're kind of like the Patriots and where I I feel like they're one of those teams where they have to get three interceptions and a blocked punt to win football games and that's not a sustainable method of winning so you, you gotta get someone who can really sling it to these guys sling it to these to these young cheap and effectively you know talented offensive weapons and you know you have three games of evidence that Trubisky has trouble doing that um, he's reached 200 yards in one game this year um so I, I, I can't, you know, I just can't see that, you know, 
that can't continue to me. Ravens look like they're back. I'm not as high uh, on them as most people, but I, I think, you know, I think I would not be shocked if the Ravens, I think at this point the Ravens would sweep the Steelers if the Steelers keep going with the model they're having, if Trubisky is the quarterback. And then the Browns look good enough. I mean, look, they they won, right? Like, I again, like, it's like I said at the beginning of the segment, I, I, I don't feel as high on them, but... I mean, they they won, and I and I can't unsee that. So even without that crazy defensive touchdown towards the end of the game, they they win, they win comfortably, and I I can't really, I, I can't really sit here and, you know, just ask that that didn't happen. So, you know, you, you got one L in, you know, you don't you don't want another when it's in division. You're going to be fighting for that wild card, you know, if they're even able to get to that point. So just start them. Just start Kenny Pickett. Bring him in. Get the rust off. Let him let him learn with these weapons while they can and while they're all cheap together. And you, don't, you can't pay everyone. And just let him have it. Let him, let him do what he can. You know, let him do what he does. You know, he looks poised, comfortable, you know, precise, everything. Smart, um, you know, tough guy. You know, just just put him out there. It, it, it's time. It, it, it feels awkward, you know. I, I know the whole thing is like, you know, it, this was kind of done with the whole point of like, you know, Trubisky is kind of owed a couple starts. And I think that that's fair. But I, I, I really do think, yeah, you, you gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta stop lying to yourself. He's going to go in anyway. You, you're, you've lost two games in a row. I would just cut it. Ske- schedule's not going to get, you know, easier. I mean, yeah, you, you got to, you're going to have, you get the Bengals later on when, when they're more posh. You're going to get the Ravens twice. Um, I, I just can't, I, I, I can't pretend like I, I, I didn't watch it. So, and you know, they're, they're facing the AF, you know, the, you got the AFC East this year. You got those, so you got the bills and dolphins on your schedule too. Um, that's two L's right there. So you got to get everything that you can, you know, so just, just put them in, let them roll, do his thing, get this kid out there and go go win go win the games that you can win that you're supposed to win with this rookie that's what i got for you today guys thank you so much again for tuning in have a great football sunday go attack the day it's always a great week to have a great week you've been listening to wildcat formation with your host anders prior wxvu 89.1 on spotify stay classy